I never remember to hit go live. And then the open. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. You're listening to the only podcast that admits they might know what they're talking about. I hope everyone has a ball. This is We Might Know Sports. I love you! With Kevin. I think it's going to work this time. And Corey. You should have started reeling because I bit all over that. <laughs> and that's just facts. Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. We like sports and we don't care who knows. No forget Jesus, people. What was a topic Corey might like? Um, I don't even know. You might like it, Corey. He just doesn't know. <laughs> Sounds like something a guy in a van would tell me. Don't tell me how upset I am. I was felt fine afterwards, and then Yahoo agreed with me, gave me the solid A+. Buckle up, buckaroo! I feel like I just destroyed like my life in general. Steep, steep. And here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 166. <laughs> Just as I went to look at the Facebook feed, it's like, oh, we're having issues. So that, that may or may not be going live. We don't know. Uh, I went to look to see what the episode number was, and I just see it go, sorry, we're having trouble. All right, cool. Uh, anyway, Corey and I, as always, uh, our special guest couldn't join us today, so he stays a special guest. How many is it? Two or three in a row? I think it should be well, three. I think, yeah, I think it should be three, too. That could be hard for him. Yeah. Um, he was on last episode. He made an appearance to accept his NASCAR. Now he's he's thinking of ways of getting out of trying to become the four-time NASCAR champ. I don't understand why. Oh, he doesn't want to do NASCAR? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just... Hey, he can't defend himself right now, so I'm just going to talk all the shit I want right now. <laughs> I figured he's just going to come back to try to accept his award for uh, college football champion if he gets that. If he gets that. If he comes any close. Alabama versus Clemp. Oh, oh, oh. Not this year. Not this year. Uh, for the first time in what feels like a century, uh, it's Alabama versus, well, I guess LSU was last year. But yeah, we had LSU Clemson last year. We always seem to have at least one Alabama or Clemson. But this is the first year I think neither team is facing off against each other because I'm pretty sure Clemson eliminated Alabama last year. Alabama, yep. So first time in half a decade we won't see that. I'm not sad about it. Are you sad about it? I'm not. No, I don't. I'm actually, I mean, after seeing Clemson, might as well dive right into it. Seeing Clemson's performance... I'm happy we got Ohio State because Clemson, Alabama would be really bad. How much of a joke was the ACC this year? And like, <laughs> it even proved to be in the bowl games because mm-hmm. I bet on a lot of them. Like, but, uh, I think I picked NC State to win theirs. They lost six, right? Yeah, they were horrible. Ah. I mean, the only one that I don't really fault. Well, I shouldn't fault two of them. Clemson losing to Ohio State. That's not a big deal. It's a good team. Mm-hmm. And then North Carolina losing to um, that was a, A&M. That was close early on. Though. It was. It was. North Carolina gave it all they had. And I think North Carolina pretty much proved they were the second best team. I know Miami gave Oklahoma State all they could handle. And they might have won if De'Ara King didn't hurt his leg in the very first quarter. Yeah. But. 
So we get Ohio State, Alabama. Are you excited or not? No, not really. I think I think I went into the season even before the Clemson loss. I was probably going to pick Alabama in this game anyway. They just seem to be a more complete team this year than they were last year. Last year they seemed to have their moments of weakness. Where this year it's just been like Nick Saban said, "Let's just keep the foot on the gas the whole season." Like I'm pretty sure. Jones didn't get benched at halftime like Tua was and stuff, so. Yeah. Mac Jones has been very solid all year. I mean, you have three players on their team are in the top five Heisman vote games, so. <laughs> Bet you can't guess where the Heisman's going this year. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting, though, is all the votes were in before the playoffs. Do you think that that means Trevor has a chance? He might come in second just because it's his last year, but. Do you think Devonta Smith is going to get it? I don't know, honestly. I can't really read the room with the uh, I think Kyle Trask is, I don't think he has a chance. No. (laughs) So I think it's either Trevor Mack or Devonta. And it seemed like at the end of the year there, Devonta Smith was gaining steam. I mean, it's someone from Alabama. That's all I think. Well, yeah. I feel like Trevor didn't really do anything special during the regular season too much. You know, we kind of biggest win was beating Notre Dame, which we just saw Alabama do equally. So yeah, Uh, I mean, well, he beat Miami too, but I don't know how good that win is. Yeah, I don't really consider a Miami win good until Miami actually does something again. Mm Hmm. But. I, I to his credit, he blew out both teams. But I just then we saw against Ohio State, and he got blown out. So I mean, I feel like we're gonna see a blowout. I feel like the way this, these playoffs have been so far this year, it's gonna be a blowout. The only thing I liked in the to see in the Ohio State game that gives me hope is one, Justin Fields looked great, but two, Ohio State's run game. I mean, the week before, that guy ran for 330 yards, and then he ran against Clemson, and he torched them. Sermon, if they can get that going, that's going to be interesting. Sorry, I was just confirming that we are actually going out on Facebook, so that's good. I knew we were because someone texted me that the Final Four, Alabama wasn't in the four last year. Ah. Is that someone that he must not be named? LSU beat Oklahoma and Clemson beat Ohio State. Is that he who must not be named or a special guest? No, he not, neither. We well, I don't know how we've watched it. I'm still trying to figure out how we have listeners in England. So, yeah. Uh, I mean. I don't think you're going to see a change from the four, like the three, I guess you could say, unless either Dabo retires or they expand the playoffs at this point. Like I'm more on board with you and Stefan about expanding the playoffs now. It's oh. starting to sound like a lot of people are because they're getting... I am because of doing it, um, the way they're doing it. And what happened this year with Cincinnati going undefeated until their bowl game? Mm-hmm. Um, like they that when they originally announced this playoff, they gave the the idea or they made it seem like 
the smaller schools had a chance if they went undefeated. Since we've had the playoff the last eight years, we know now that that's not true. Yeah. So if that's not true, and I believe that some of these schools, like I said, after seeing how Cincinnati really played really well, and um, I thought those UFC, UCF teams were good too, that actually could compete, and I think yeah. Liberty could compete. Um, I, we need to expand to eight and give those teams at least a chance. Maybe they get blown out. Maybe they don't. Even even if it's just like one, mm-hmm. maybe even have like a play-in game where the the uh, I don't know how to, the the group of five is what they're called have yeah. like the two best face off against something because you're the, just excluding the little guy every time and they're just going to continue to stay little. And the bigger problem that you're causing by doing it is the same schools, pretty much, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, are getting in every year. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a kid coming out of high school and I know only, and I'm a top five, I'm a five-star recruit, and I, only, and I know only four schools have a chance every year, where am I going? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have this huge top-heavy in the college football where all the best players are on those teams. And it already happened for next year. So next year's a waste. 21 out of 33 five-stars are on Ohio State or Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. So you aren't getting, like, with college basketball, the, because they have 64, yeah. you get some of these five-stars. Like, the number one player out of high school signed to Oklahoma State this year. The year before, you had Memphis. And they're not even mm-hmm. eligible for the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> so you aren't even... You aren't going to get that in college football if you continue down this road because those schools will never have a chance to play for a championship. If you open it, then you'll at least even out the talent. Right now, it's too top-heavy, and it's not. It's becoming not fun. Yeah. It's like, all right, which four? Let's just spin the wheel, see which quarter it lands on this year. Let's let's put in Ohio. You can pencil in Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson, and let's spin the wheel for the fourth. Mm-hmm. Did Georgia or Oklahoma have a good year? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Texas A&M, I mean, could have arguably been in. They got they got the snub. Notre Dame got yeah. it instead. I mean, at some point you got to you got to shake things up somehow and either you have 8 where it's now the top 8 or have 8 and make those in my opinion, the conference championships worth something because as of right now, we just saw Notre Dame lose, and it means nothing. It meant absolutely nothing. Yeah, it meant nothing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, college football has issues coming up here on the rise, and I'll be curious to see how they fix them. Yeah. As far as far as the game itself, I think Alabama's going to win handedly, but. For competitive purposes with Stefan and the fact that I don't want to go to a tiebreaker. Again. I will, pre- I will give him first pick since he won the regular season, technically. So, I mean, you could always make your pick. It's not set in stone until game yeah. time. Especially the way Stefan picks. He went out before we get off college football. Do you think Trevor Lawrence's performance affected him being the slam dunk number one pick? No, I I think there's too much other game film. Same with uh, who's the Ohio State quarterback? Justin Fields. Yeah, he he may have torched the Clemson D, but it kind of looked like the Clemson D was not the same D as old Clemson teams. 
Correct. I mean, we're talking we about... We saw him struggle with Northwestern and Indiana's defense, who we know to be good. I'm trying to remember. I heard a stat. And, uh, yeah. Something about passing. And Syracuse was involved with Notre Dame. Uh, I, I just kind of like... Something about how many yards was given up. and My biggest thing I keep hearing, just to defend, I know everyone's probably sick of me talking about how much I like Trevor, but to defend him, as you have with your quarterback on your NFL team, uh, Trevor Lawrence, everyone keeps saying, oh, he looks really bad under pressure. And you know who else looks bad under pressure is Tom Brady. And I think if Trevor Lawrence had a good, has as good a career as Tom Brady, he'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's I mean, pressure effect. I, I pressure besides Russell Wilson and Peyton Manning, who for whatever reason have crazy good stats against being blitzed and pressured. Hey, maybe, everyone else is bad. Maybe not. Maybe next time uh, Dabo will open his mouth and talk trash about the opponent leading yeah. up to the game. Which pressure to the quarterback kind of leads me into uh, our NFL playoffs. You want to get started on that? Bum 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 bum. Finally, we're here. Oh, not really. Finally, I feel like this season went by quickly, even though with all the COVID drama and stuff. Yeah, it kind of did. I mean, I'm happy we're here, though. A lot of the teams uh, I was looking at our earlier predictions are pretty much the teams we thought would be good. We had a few surprises. Yeah, I mean, uh, Green Bay getting the head. Both you and I didn't think Green Bay would be that good this year. That's <laughs> a big surprise. Yes. Let me pull that right up. I forgot about those predictions. I gotta go through and tabulate all our regular seasons too. You did ESPN still, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here, because it got messy towards the end with all the different scheduling changes. I was I was right with the record for Tampa Bay, but I was wrong with the place. I had them eleven and five. Uh, with the Saints being eleven and five in second place, you had Tampa. Oh wait, no, that's you. You were right. Excuse me, just wrong position. Right? Yeah, that's you. Uh, me, I had Tampa going thirteen and three. Saints going twelve and four. I was right there. Yeah. Or did they go thirteen and three? No, they. Well, Saints twelve and four. Yeah. Uh how bad do you think we got the NFC East? Bad, because they were all so bad. We weren't too off. It was the Cowboys that threw us off, really. Uh, we had the Cowboys with a winning record, 10-6. and six. You had them. I had 11-5. and five. Eagles, we had 8-8, eight and eight, both. And we were two games off. The Giants. No, Ooh, sweet. I had the Giants right at 6-10. and 10. Nice. We had them at four and twelve. Same with Washington, and I had Washington at five and eleven. So it's funny how high I was on Washington, even when I was talking to you guys coming into the year, and I wasn't bullish enough to to do. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> our AFC East. Um, I had the oh, order right. Other than the Jets and Patriots, I guess. Uh, Bills. I had eight and eight. Winning the AFC East. Uh, and then the Dolphins coming in second at 7-9. and nine. Well, you got that right. Uh, and then I had the Jets 5-11. and 11, And the Patriots 4-12. and 12. You had the Jets 4-12, and 12, the Dolphins 3-13, and 13, the Bills 7-9, <sighs> and nine, and then the Patriots 9-7. and seven. 
I was pretty off on all that. Um, we we kind of knew that the I remember talking about this in the beginning of the season. The NFC West was going to be competitive. Yes, and I think we liked all those teams. I don't think any team. I was like, man, they suck. Yeah. I thought all all the teams were good. So Denver did Denver or the Chargers prove to be the weakest link? Um, it's hard to tell. I think it was Denver because Chargers, I think, pulled ahead with that win over the Chiefs at the end. So you had the Chargers finishing in the last at five and eleven, and mm-hmm. Denver nine and seven in second place. Mm-hmm. Chiefs, you were dead on fourteen and two. Same with me. And then you had the Raiders six and ten. What did they finish? Seven. And they finished eight and eight. Eight and eight. Uh, I had the Raiders six and ten, Broncos seven and nine, Chargers eight and eight, and then the Chiefs fourteen and two, and then in the NFC, you had the Seahawks eleven and five, winning the division. This was pre Forty Nine er injuries as well. Uh, you had Forty Nine ers eleven and five, Rams ten and six, and Cardinals eight and eight. So you were. Right there I was right on the Seahawks and the Cardinals, and I missed the other two. I said the Seahawks were going to be 12-4, and four, winning the division. I also had the Cardinals, 49ers, and Rams all going 10-6, and six, with the Cardinals taking second, 49ers. I don't, I don't even know if that's for sure with the tiebreakers. I'd have to really dig deep to see what that order placement was. Packers, we both said seven and nine. Yeah, I knew we missed on them. Uh, Vikings, I said seven and nine, winning the division, and you had the Vikings winning the division at eight and eight, as well as the Detroit. What, what did the Vikings finish? Seven and nine. I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty good at getting their records. It's just <laughs> the rest the of the league. <laughs> Because I remember that from years past. I'm usually... Yeah, you normally beat Stefan and I as far as guessing records. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Vikings finished 7-9. and nine. So, enough of that. Let's move on to Saturday's slate of games. I should probably pull up a different thing then if we're going to do it that way. But I figure we'll go day by day just because... Why not? Yeah, that's fine. Kansas City and Green Bay, right? Won the buys, so we won't see them this year. Uh, Let's start with the first game on Saturday. The Colts at the Buffalo Bills. Bills come in six and a half favored. And the Bills come in winning their last six games and on fire. And the Colts barely just beat the Texans, was it? Yeah, but that's Philip River style, you know. Oh no, barely beat the Jags, excuse me. Yeah. The Texans and the Titans had a battle. Um so I'm ner I really like the Colts as a dark horse, but I hate the matchup with the Bills. I'm picking the Bills on that by a decent margin too. I think they might win by two touchdowns. Sixty seven point five percent favored in this game. Um it could be a close one, but I think it's going to be a blowout as well. They're probably motivated after last year's uh, 
Houston game, so a lot of the same players plus Diggs. Who's... I mean, if you had to do the MVP voting right now, don't you think Josh Allen is in the running? He's spoken about, I think, but everyone seems to be high on Aaron Rodgers. So. Roger. Yeah, rightfully so. Uh, can you give... Uh, hold on, let me... Let me, let me look at the stats before I make this statement uh, from last year. But can you give Stefan Diggs comeback player of the year, even though he had 1,100 yards last year and 63 catches? No, I got to give it to Alex Smith. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what a, what a change in scenery. He's played all 16 games for the first time in his career which is six years now, and had by far his best season, most receptions, most yards, and almost most touchdowns. So, Who beat him in touchdowns, Evans? No, no, no. I'm just saying oh. personally. Oh, for his career. Personal, okay. yeah. I don't know about uh, touchdowns. He only had eighth. He was tied for 15th. So, But still, I mean, that gives – Josh Allen, someone to throw to. And we yeah. talked about it earlier this season at the beginning that he needed someone to be a good quarterback. And, hey, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, so we both like the Bills. Mm-hmm. That's I, pretty straight up. Now you got me wondering. Hold on. Who? I feel like I saw this last night. So receiving. It could be Ridley. It was like 17, or 18 Adams. Adams. That's right, because he missed games. That's why I was like, wow, damn. Uh, it's Adams, Hill, Thielen, Evans, and Kelsey. Can Travis Kelsey win best wide receiver as a tight end, do you think? I don't know, but he pretty much <laughs> is the best. <laughs> he uh, has second most yards, only just digs. <laughs> and I don't, I'm pretty sure. Where did Hopkins finish on yards then? Uh, third. Oh, okay. But still. Uh, and who finished with the most receptions? Also, hold on. Side note, Justin Jefferson in Minnesota finished with uh, fourth in yards, too. He broke the rookie record. Yep. He had Diggs, the most yards ever for a rookie. Diggs uh, had the most receptions with 127. Hopkins, 115. Adams, mm. 115. And then we get into the tight end category. <laughs> wow, Keenan Allen had 100 catches. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about the Chargers in a little bit. But moving on to the big game around here, at least. Uh, Rams Seahawks at Lumen Field, a.k.a. Seattle. Four and a half point favorites for the Seahawks. It's going to be a close oh. one. These games always are. Always. These two, two the Rams tend to have Seattle's number. Um, they proved it again this think, past week. I think especially at home, too. Yeah. Um, my problem yeah. is I would have originally taken the Rams because I don't like how Seattle's offense has looked lately. But the Rams are without Goff and Goff is better than Walford or whoever that guy is. So I think Seattle will take it. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing uh, the Seattle just because of 
who they're going to be playing against. But I'm also not going to be surprised if Seattle doesn't win. Same. I don't think that's a, a slam dunk for Seattle. They're not. There's if, a lot of divisional games in this uh, playoff, you know, like a lot of teams that are in the same division playing each other. Yeah, this this third wild card seems to have done that for some yeah. reason. Um, I don't know if if you take any of the top four teams in either side of the playoffs. I feel like Seattle's my one where it's like uh, I'm not gonna. Even the Redskins have a shot at winning against Tampa Bay, and we'll talk about that next. But I mean. Even the Seahawks, it's just like, uh, I'd probably skip that bet if I was making bets on <laughs> uh, Yeah, I wouldn't bet on that. All right. Moving on to, is it the, nope, second biggest line. So it's going to be close, probably a one-point game. Uh, bet the under. Uh, Tampa versus Washington, another battle of defenses. Uh, and it's basically going to be coming down to can Tampa Bay continue what they've been doing the last two games, which is have an offense in the first half. It's been their big difference uh, since their Rams and Chiefs games, both losses. They didn't have win or any points in the first half, and they had to score them all in the second half. So... Can Tom Brady become a happy Tom Brady with a complete game, which he's says he he has yet to see this team do? Um, my thoughts are on the offense looking good. As the last two games they played Detroit and Atlanta. Yeah, but they didn't look good against Atlanta in the first half of the game. No, but before that, what I do like is Tampa's kind of hot right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they have a five-game win streak? I think that's what it is. Five. Where'd you go? What just happened? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, um, four. Four game win streak, and their offense, despite playing those bad, well, Detroit's defense is ranked last, so them blowing them yeah. out should should have happened. Tom Brady didn't even play in the second half of the game. No, that, <laughs> Detroit's a joke. Uh, but I do like that Antonio Brown seems to like have his legs back. You know how we talked about like I didn't really like Gronk in the beginning of the year. You and I debated a little bit off pod mm-hmm. about him being back, and then I had to concede because he started to put a lot of games together in a row. Yeah, and I feel like Antonio Brown's starting to do the same. So I feel like he's catching his stride at the perfect time. It, it also helps that he seems to have stepped into Mike Evans' role quite easily. Yeah, and it helps that. I mean, him and Brady definitely have some kind of bond that they formed quickly in New England because of him just making sure that he got those 11 catches to get that quarter of a million bonus. Mm-hmm. And them smiling and having a good time. They obviously enjoy each other, which just seems like a the weird whole, pair. The whole team, even even Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, are always like celebrating with Antonio Brown and stuff. They seem to yeah. really... The the only I guess I guess you would call it a man out is the running backs. You never really see them like, but I get it. Ronald Jones is a little pissed that he lost some carries because of injuries and stuff, but he looked mm-hmm. good in the last game. So, anyways, I like Tampa Bay and how their offense is clicking. Um, clicking at the right it, time. It, it's going to be the battle of what what is stronger, in my opinion. Tampa Bay's offense is obviously way stronger than. 
Washington's, and I think Washington's defense is stronger than Tampa Bay's, but Washington's offense is just so inept. I don't think they can score enough to beat Tampa, ultimately. I think even Washington, if they get to Tom and give him problems, that uh, Tampa can, if Bruce Arians can, you know, swallow his pride a little bit and run the ball, I think they could run the ball and win that way if they need to. Ronald Jones is plenty good. Yeah, he almost got a thousand yards mm-hmm. on a passing team. That's all Washington's going to try to do is run Antonio Gibson, which Tampa's strength is stopping the run. Mm-hmm. And Alex Smith is going to make good decisions like he always does in short passes. And we'll see if that's enough. I think it's enough to keep the game close. That's all I see. Yeah. Uh, it also depends on who is on the COVID list for Tampa right now. Last I knew, uh, White and Shaquille Barrett. They're two leading sack people, two and three on the sack list for Tampa Bay. And uh, that outside, I can't remember which side they usually are stacked up. I think it's the right side. So definitely. What about Evans? Is he going to be playing? Uh, that's a good question. I haven't really looked into it today, but last I heard it was no damage. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, avoided any structural damage and is considered day-to-day. So, I think whole play sparingly. I think if it's close, you'll see more of them, but if it's not, he'll probably not be in the game. <laughs> Especially if the way Antonio Brown worked and uh with uh why am I drawing Godwin on the other side. Out of to... all the possible matchups for Tampa Bay, is Washington the one you are least afraid of? Um yes. Or Chicago or Chicago. Yeah, well we lost to Chicago earlier on, so uh, I was, I'm not that afraid of Washington. I was more worried about the Giants and Tom Brady curse. Uh, so I, I can't remember if I sent this to you guys or to someone yeah, else you did. You did. <laughs> where, where previous Tom Brady's top seasons of throwing touchdowns was 2007 and I think 2012 and both ended in losses to the Giants in the Super Bowl. So yeah. I was like... And then I f- saw that they had the night game. I'm like, oh, everything's working in not their favor. Like, just not be the Giants. Come on. Yeah. So, I mean, this isn't a Bill Belichick team either. So, we'll see. Speaking of uh, the Bears, do either of us think they have much of a chance versus the Saints? Uh, Vegas doesn't. That's for sure. They are. I don't. I don't either. It could get ugly quickly, I think. Ten-point underdogs. Yeah, that's a fair. And the way the Buccaneers' offense has been rolling lately. Although, they have played each other, and it was 26-23. to Middle of the season. Was this the one where Breeze got hurt? I think, nope, never mind. I was going to say, I think this is the one Breeze got hurt, but he uh, has a 20-yard pass to mm. Taysom Hill in the fourth quarter. So, um, 
it's interesting. Trubisky was able to get them into the playoffs after they lost six games in a row in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. And it's also odd that they lost six games in a row and were able to finish at eight and eight. Um, but after seeing the Saints without all of their running backs against Carolina and they still blew them out, it just furthered to me that the Saints, along with the Bucks and the Chiefs, easily have the best rosters in the NFL. So, who's the head back. coach in Chicago? Uh, Mike Nagy. Nagy. Or yeah. Matt, Matt, Matt Nagy. Nagy. Um, does he stay head coach, do you think? I think he stays head coach, uh, but if we're playing my game, I didn't throw him in there, so I guess we could talk about it. Is Mitch Trubisky going to be on the Bears next year? That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea, because do they have Nick Foles for more than one year? Yeah. Then I would say no. (laughs) They might just draft someone this year. If they have the draft pick. Maybe they hope for Tom Brady to become free agent. I don't know. <laughs> right, I got to take a quick bathroom break. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Over under is 48 points. So. Is. Ooh, full injury Let's look at this. Uh, uh, uh. Tickets for $775. Jeez. Slight chance of COVID. Holy cow. Those Bills tickets. Where are those located at? 241. Wow. I'm back. Uh, Would you be willing to risk a slight chance of COVID and spending $13,210 for a ticket to see the Buffalo Bills wildcard game? Currently, there's one ticket for sale, section 241, which is a suite. Corner suite, too. I didn't even know they were allowing people in the stands. Uh, Saints tickets are as low as $775, so you got a bargain there. That's Tampa's going. Oh, it's in Washington, D.C., never mind. Uh, all right, Baltimore, Tennessee. Um, I mean, I guess I took the five over the four on the other, and I'm going to here too. Those are my two quote unquote upsets. Yeah, Tennessee kind of snuck into the playoffs. Yeah, I like how hot Baltimore has been. Um, you were a, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. You were a defender of Lamar Jackson this year, and he has started to play well at the end of the year. So I kind of like how he's playing and how the Ravens look. Scary thing about the Ravens is that they have the highest point differential this year. So when they win, they are blowing people out. And right now they're continuing to blow people out. Uh, I like them in that game. And I don't like Tennessee's defense. 
They look bad. Aren't they division team? Hmm? No, apparently not. Baltimore's uh, in the north. Ah, uh, they did play each other earlier this year, and Tennessee won by six. Yep. So we'll see. Uh, I kind of like Baltimore, though. Uh, you know, five over the four. Why not keep it going? Low seed gets to play the, the bye team, so that's why I'm secretly hoping the Bears beat the Saints. <laughs> Just because I, I feel like if if Tampa was to play Seattle, they'd have a better shot of making it to the NFC Championship than if they play the Packers. Um, At least Tom's used to the cold. Yeah. Last game, Browns, Steelers. The Browns barely beat the Steelers uh, B team, or maybe it was yeah. C. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, what's scary about that game is that was the Browns' best, like giving them their best shot because they had to win. Mm-hmm. And they could only muster up a two-point differential versus the Steelers' backups. That's not good. And I kind of like how the Steelers kind of pulled it together against the Colts the week prior. And they're going to get their players back for this game. And I, I think it's going to be ugly. Yeah. I don't, I, I think Baker's going to struggle in his first playoff game. I just think that things are going to get bad. The buy or the, the, uh, the line is four and a half for Pittsburgh, but I'm t- <laughs> uh, I have no problem like taking Pittsburgh that. Pittsburgh by at least eight. Yeah. I could see him easily doing. 11 or 12, somewhere mm-hmm. up there. I think that and the Saints game. Honestly, the, the Sunday games do not intrigue me at all. Okay, what's Sunday? Uh, Ravens, Titans, Bears, oh, Saints, okay. and Browns, Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> it's all Saturday football for me. Mainly because I, I have no idea what to expect from the Bills. Seahawks, Rams, that's always a good game. Uh, that game will be interesting. And then the Bucks, Redskins for personal reasons. I'll watch that game too. Buck failure. Yeah, we know Stefan. They suck. You don't have to let us yeah. know. Jesus. You guys let Washington in. Yeah, it's all your fault. Never. No one. No one takes a dive. Come on. Buck failure. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Uh, so today is known as red, or is it black? I can't remember. One of the colors. That signifies being fired. Pink slip Monday. There we go. In the NFL, the first team to, to make a move was the Jets. Do, 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 do. Rightfully so. Um, what, they get like two wins this year? Yep. They beat the Browns and they beat the another actual playoff team, I believe, didn't they? Don't they have two wins against playoff teams? That is the question of the minute. Uh, Rams and Browns, you are correct. Yeah, that's so interesting. But anyways. Uh, So I'm flipping through ESPN's little coordinator to the job and no one's getting A's for the Jets. That's how bad the Jets are. (laughs) Um. I think I 
I have someone who I think the Jets should hire. Who? Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. He, I don't know if okay. he's in the running for that job, but I think he could help. Uh, especially if they choose to keep Sam Darnold, he might be able to fix him. So he got a B minus fit for the Jets. The appeal of this job could now depend on how the incoming coach feels about Sam Darnold, but the enemy would have two 2021 first round picks with which to work. Interesting. Uh, I mean, the Jets at this point, I think, are going to take Justin Fields. Yeah. Um, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, Jaguars also got rid of Doug Marone finally. I think we talked a little bit about who I think they should have, and that would be Urban Meyer. You're saying Urban Meyer, which is fine. Understandable. But he is not on the carousel of coaches. So, the best matchup for for uh, Jacksonville, kind of interesting. I can see what they're going for. I would be sad to see him go, but Byron left, which is uh, a grade for oh. Uh, played quarterback for three years there. Mm-hmm. He's been working with Tom Brady and Aridas. Plus, he was an assistant coach under Arenas when he was in Arizona as well. He's able to relate with the players, which is appealing. Interesting. Why it might not be is... Uh, other openings already have proven quarterbacks in place, which enhances those teams' ability to win immediately. The Jaguars are likely two years away from being serious playoff contenders if they hit on a QB. I agree with that statement. It's very hard to take over a team and expect them to win immediately, especially... Yeah. With I think the- if they even get Trevor Lawrence, all the Jags might do is win four games instead of one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the Falcons. Do you think they keep Raheem Morris? That was going to be my pick. I think he deserves it. I thought that... He's already been there six years. He got a rough shake when he was in Tampa. Yeah. Uh, I liked him as a head coach. He was very young, unfortunately. He's only 44 now. And he managed to go four and four with the same team that like was one in twelve or whatever their record was when he took yeah. over. Yeah, I like Raheem Morris. I hope they just hold him. I think he could do good things for that team. Yeah. Um, what do they think? They like it. It's an A matchup. Yep. Uh, Morris has already been in the organization for six years. He knows the organization, and it, it knows him. Only drawback is the messy cap situation. So, I feel like Raheem Morris was kept on because ownership saw people taking interests. He basically got the head coaching job probably like a year or two early. John Gruden had just went nine and seven. They replaced him with Raheem Morris. Morris went like 12 and 4 and then just. Yeah. 
Um, the lions. Interesting. Anyone Ooh. good? <laughs> Marvin Lewis, by the way, is one of the coaches in this carousel. In that thing. area? Yeah. I have no idea who they would want. They, Jim Harbaugh? There's no, there is no A's for Detroit Lions, but Jim Harbaugh gets a B. Oh, I was right. You wouldn't have to move too far, which is good. And maybe the right defensive coordinator gets this turned around. Marvin Lewis gets a B plus, though. Hmm. Who is this Matt Eberflos? No idea. Defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, I see. Hmm. Uh, Texans, another team with an opening. Man, who the heck is out there? Well, they're saying... I kind of like the defensive coordinator for... Is it the Falcons? Uh, His name's like Flara or something. I can't remember who it was. Raheem Morris was the defensive coordinator for Falcons. Uh... I can't remember. Oh, I know. Salah for the Niners. Oh, I right. like him. Well, he's Four not the on the carousel. Um, there's three A's for this. We got wow. Eric Bieniemy. Yep. We got Byron Leftwich. Going from Tom Brady to Sean Watson would mean a charmed coaching life for the 40-year-old is what they're saying. And last, but certainly not least, Jimmy Harbaugh. Mm. Houston has hands down the best quarterback situation of any job available, and Harbaugh could focus on the bigger picture. Which, I disagree. I think the next team has got probably the best quarterback situation. I mean... Are you going to say the Chargers? Yep. <coughs> um, who Jim Harbaugh gets a B plus for? So maybe Marvin Lewis gets an A minus. Ooh. Yikes. <laughs> I actually like Marvin for the Chargers. Um, he's already out there. Uh, but besides that, he's a defensive mind. And they need help there. The offense has enough weapons that could almost run itself. He needs to fix defensive woes and just make good game decisions, which Marvin Lewis was good at that. Marvin Lewis' a big problem was coaching offense, so he's going to need a good offensive coordinator. Because mm-hmm. he struggled. That was his issue in, in Cincinnati. We had good players on offense, but they And the core struggled. of the Chargers... Is decent. You got Joey Boza if he's healthy, Derwin James if he's healthy, and Kenneth Murray. Right. So they they have plenty of cap space. That's the one thing about the Chargers. They're pretty frugal about paying their talent. That's what I mean. I think Marvin Lewis could coach that defense up big time, and then he would just need a good offensive coordinator because that is his struggle. Um. Also getting A's, Brian DeBole. 
Buffalo offensive coordinator. Uh, Eric Bieniemy, Arthur Smith, offensive coordinator of Tennessee. Leftwich got an A minus. Same with Greg Roman. So that's interesting. Who would you like to see? Um, I don't know. Probably do Lewis just because of what you said. They need a better defense that can hold on to leads. They have a tendency to blow leads. I feel like the offense is especially... You can easily get an offensive coordinator to work with Herbert. I almost feel like the same as some quarterback situations, that Lewis would be a good, like, bridge coach. Yeah. Like, he fix a lot of the team's problems for, like, your, for his first couple of years because he was able to do that with the Bengals. He totally turned them into a playoff team. Mm-hmm. And I think he could do that for the Chargers, but you would be under the assumption that you know that he won't take you further than that. And then you need a coach to come in and take over that team that he built and just win with it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, and that's it so far. Sometimes more will happen. Interesting. Sorry, I've been looking at headlines. Joe, did you see what Joe Judge uh, said about the Philadelphia Eagles' effort? No. <laughs> he says uh, the New York Giants will never disrespect the game <laughs> and criticize the Eagles' effort. I think a lot of people feel that way. <laughs> What's it? Uh, I think it was from uh, the birds have eyes or no. The uh, Sandra Bullock movie where everyone can't look in the Lloyd or whatever. Oh, Bird Box. Yeah, Bird Box. There we go. Uh, that one scene where the guy is like holding the old lady's eyes. And yeah. under on the meme it said, the NFL making us watch this NFC East matchup. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, this is so true. No one really wants to watch this. Like, we all knew what was going to happen when this was going in. And they're like, yeah, let's just see what happens. Like, if anything, they should have had the, I don't know. We talked about how we thought the Rams uh, Arizona game would have. But I'm wondering if Fox put a kibosh on that because I know sometimes the networks get thing that was on CBS though, so I don't even understand. No, I don't know. Uh, Arizona has some issues though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kyler Murray got banged up the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. And. And it didn't take teams long to figure out that all they were doing was trying to get the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And luckily, he's good enough. He can break double and triple coverage. But all that does is get you to, what, 8-8? Eight and eight? Yeah. I mean, it was unfortunate that Larry Fitzgerald was out for this game. Mm-hmm. But, he, but he's not what he was in the past. No. What was his stats? I 
think this is Fitzgerald's last season. I think that's been known. 54 catches, 409 yards, one touchdown. Who do you think? Yeah, I think it's time. Wow. Hopkins had 1,400 next closest. Who do you think? Oh, Christian Kirk? Yep. 621 yards. Yeah. 48 catches. Same amount of touchdowns. Look at that. All right. I think that's it. I think that's everything. Yeah. I don't know why Stefan couldn't make this. It's not like it was a long one. No. We we don't make these ones long anymore. No. We've been keeping it almost an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Um, UFC's coming back next week, so not the same. January 23rd is the big card, right? Was it the 23rd? I thought it was the 16th. So many different cards already. They went from nothing to everything all at once. Uh, I believe there's some big news coming out of the UFC. There's going to be a fight night. Holloway versus... What? Qatar? How do you say his name? Yeah. That's a good fight. That's on ABC. Hmm. Not ESPN. ABC. Um, so that'll be the first fight in Fight Island a, a, on January a, a tough 16th. opponent. Uh, I mean, I guess Holloway doesn't want to take a chump coming back. I get it. Also, it's an ABC fight, so. Yeah, yeah, so you want to put on something good. Yeah, uh, yeah, so that's the 16th, then they get another fight on the 20th. Michael Chiesa and Magni. That's on ESPN because of what time it is. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a good fight, too, though. Yeah. It's the only fight that's been announced for that. And we are 16 days away. Neil Magni's been on the rise. and Michael Chiesa's always pretty good. And then, of course, the uh, pay-per-view. January 23rd. All these are on Fight Island. Uh, there's only been three fights announced for that so far, though. Uh, main card. Interesting. Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor. Terrible Irish accent. Ooh, day before Valentine's Day, there's gonna be a fight, though. Uh, also, I heard, I haven't seen a confirmation. Let's see, hold on, let me try and buy the pay-per-view. Oh, good. It won't let me. I didn't want to anyway. Uh, allegedly, prices are going up for pay-per-views. It's going to be $69.99 now instead of $65.99. And unfortunately, Crackstream has been taken down. Crackstream? What Crackstream? <laughs> what are you talking about? The, the one? Yes. Where'd it go? Gone. Give it back, Corey. I'm super pissed. Did it happen recently? Yeah, I heard some people talking about it. But then the people like in this art in this thing I was reading, it was a forum, listed a whole bunch of other sites that are doing the same thing. So right. I do have a backup if we need it. 
Yeah, I'm going to need it because it doesn't look like it. Maybe they're remodeling. <laughs> because I relied on them for my NFL games. Yeah, they're still on here. Maybe it's just a bad link. Nope, it takes me to FUBU. I want FUBU. There we go. Yeah. They're there? They're there. Oof. Oh, phew. Good. Oh. <laughs> Don't scare me on a Monday night, Corey. Jesus. <laughs> I heard they were gone. They're there. You just got to really finagle your browser, basically. Okay. I, I uh, took out everything and just did crack streams, and then I had to Google it, basically. Or no, I did uh, crack stream. We'll talk off fire. Let's not give away the secrets. <laughs> we don't. We don't need it yet, anyways. You can tell me later. No. Uh, any anything watching? As far as sports? No, we're in the movie slash TV. Oh, in TV, I'm watching Yellowstone right now. Yeah, I just got into that. Um. That's why I stopped listening to your podcast because everything I want to watch, you keep get, talking about. It's like, <laughs> yeah, and we're, we just finished season two and put another uh, pod about that, reviewing that. So don't listen to that because we announced before we're just going to talk about spoilers because it's too hard to yeah. walk around. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. So, yeah, I've been in the Yellowstone and pretty much that's it because I've been trying. We've, we're trying to get this third season done so we can get another pot out there about that. So, I've been watching that heavily. What are you watching? Are you on season one? Yeah, uh, like halfway. I think we're. Are you uh, enjoying it? Do we watch one or two? We're on episode four. Yeah. The, the first episode was longer than I thought it was going to be. It was, it was like, like an hour and a half. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> all right. Like, yeah. When's it gonna cut to the credits? And then I like mm-hmm. one of us had to go to the bathroom, I hit pause and I was like, Oh damn, we still got like a half hour. <laughs> but then I looked it up and I was like, Oh, all the other episodes aren't like this, so we're good. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I I don't know if I could do like a movie length every night. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh other other than that, we were watching The Office for the last time on Netflix, and then uh, Black Christmas movies, and getting excited for finally something new from Marvel. That's what I was telling Samantha, too. Finally, Marvel has some stuff coming. Nine episodes. Uh, and they have a movie coming, right, with Vision and Scarlet Witch? No, that's the show. Oh, that is the show? Okay. Yeah, that's uh, WandaVision. Okay. And then in March, there is Falcon. What's the Morpheus movie or whatever? Morpheus. Maybe it's not called that. Uh, It might be DC. It might not be Marvel. Yeah. I thought it was Marvel. It's uh, Leto. Uh, What's his name there? No, that's DC. Oh, that is DC. Suicide That's Squad. What? Is it the new Suicide Squad you think of? No. Usually it's the called... actors don't cross streams. It's called, it started with an M. I just, if I look it up on my phone, I'm going to black out. My screen will black out. Hold on, let me. I am DB. But anyway, WandaVision's on January 15th. My biggest movie for this year is Dune. I want to see Dune. 
I almost wrote Jared Cook. Uh, known for... He's in Tron 3, rumored. Interesting. He was in Blade Runner, which I really enjoyed. Really? They have him booked for an untitled Joker movie, and then also booked for an untitled Joker Harley Quinn project. Uh, Morbius. Morbius. That's not a Marvel movie, I don't think. Looking... Biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. Yeah, Yeah, it's either Marvel or DC, but it's sounding dark like it's DC. I think it might be DC because they have Blade with uh, Marvel. But uh, let's see here. We got the Falcon and What's-His-Face Winter Soldier coming out in March. And then I think the movies start pop-locking for a little bit. And Loki. That Loki trailer got me excited for Loki, so. But yeah, finally. Give me something. It's been 15 months, it feels like. I think it's somewhere in there. I'm curious how they're going to rebuild it all back up, but we'll see. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's a good spot to end it. Yep. As always, always cool.